All right, guys, we're going to continue our street interviews here on campus at Casa Bernabeu Orphanage. I'm here with Lisa. Lisa's been coming for a bazillion years and a day. Um, actually, <laughs> one of my first trips, she was on here. Uh, so I think we established was 2014. I Kila came here before. Yeah, yeah, she's been here before. So, hi, Lisa. Hi, <laughs> Steve. Hi. <laughs> hi. And welcome to the podcast here, the radio show here. And so tell me a little bit about your journey. How'd you get here? Uh, well, I had a plan. Mm-hmm. I was going to work till I was 55 years old. I was going to retire, and I planned on going on a mission trip that our church offered. Uh, that was my plan. <laughs> yeah, that's your plan, right? Yeah. <laughs> God had a different plan. Uh, at 49, I had se- severe difficulty walking. Nope. Uh, mm-hmm. At 50, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, thought... Plans have changed. Plans have changed. Yeah. I ended up having to quit my job mm-hmm. because I could not function mm-hmm. in the role that I was in, in because, job, yeah. because of of what was going on. The doctors could not get it under control. Uh, typically when you're on any MS medicine, you're on it for a year. Mm-hmm. They were they were changing it every three to four months because mm-hmm. nothing was nothing control- was given you know. help. And so I thought, well, I have to quit work. Mm-hmm. A job that I love. And I'm not gonna be able to go on a mission trip now. Right. And so I prayed about it. Prayed about it. Prayed about it for two years. We mm-hmm. were sitting in church and it was in the bulletin. And I said, it was during the summer, I said, look, honey, he goes, you really ought to consider going. And I looked at him because I was using a crutch to Mm -hmm. walk. I was having severe difficulty, Mm -hmm. could not go up steps. And he goes, you got to trust. And I thought, okay, I'll pray about it. And I thought, Lord, if I'm supposed to go, you will let my legs work. And so I made the commitment. I stepped out in faith. I made my deposit. Uh, The month before we were to leave, I had an EMS flare. And ended up in the hospital. Ended up on high doses of IV steroids. The week before we left, I could work. Wow. Wow. So, because I was like, okay, Lord, you're telling me I can't Mm -hmm. go. It gave me, it gave me my legs. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? So a month before going, mm-hmm. and you're still having challenges, you're mm-hmm. having a hard time walking, mm-hmm. but you're stepping out in faith, mm-hmm. pun intended, right? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes, and, literally. And, and, and we can and we can smile about it because we're here on the ground in the mission trip. Yes. So so clearly she's here. Yes. But um. When you step out in faith and uh, a month in, you can't walk and you, oh, my Lord, I'm now having a flare-up, right? So we right, said, right. and now the, how's this going to be possible? But God works in these ways that we can't comprehend. Like I always said, forget about your math and just trust in God's math because it will blow your mind away out of the water. Mm-hmm. And and that's this is a perfect case of it, right? Yeah, very you know, Doctors don't understand. They're trying different medications. You have this flare-up, and now they give you these uh, high doses of medicine of, mm-hmm. of stuff just to see if they could jumpstart something, get you going. And a week before the trip, here you are walking, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Every day, mm-hmm. I would wake up, and I would say, the moon is always round. Yeah. And God is always good. That's it, isn't it? We don't always yeah. see... The full moon. 
Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean it's not there. That's right. Sometimes, at low moments, we don't necessarily feel mm -hmm. that close to God mm -hmm. when He's right there. That's right. And all He's asking us to do is just reach up. Yeah. Yeah, we have to trust, right? We have to mm -hmm. trust and understand that He's working. Mm -hmm. See, when you measure with your, your measurement tools, things are limited. But when you let God work in you, through you, with you, there will be blessings to be had. And it's not always for you. Like the blessing sometimes is not for you, but a blessing through you. And let me tell you, you feel great about mm -hmm. blessing someone else when you were the instrument used to, mm -hmm. to bless, right? Because mm -hmm. that means you're important. And more important than that, you're important to God and his big mm -hmm. plans because you're part of it. So mm -hmm. that is fantastic. And I tell people all the time. And, and, and of course, I'm talking here with a person who believes like I do in God, the creator of heaven, earth, and everything in between. But let's say you don't, and we're talking, you know, how does it hurt you to help somebody else? To have goodwill on your neighbor, your brother, your 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 um, you know, countryman, if you will. Um, just wishing the best for someone. Just put mojo in your heart, and it fills your heart with joy. And, um, and when that overfills, it, it just, it has to, right? Because... There's a lot of people in the world with bad stuff in their minds and hearts and souls. And, and you see the bad things that happen. Um, so why don't we just fill our heart with good things like love and, mm -hmm. and, and helping each other and helping people? Because you might not know it, but there was a time in your life, and I'm talking to you listening, that you were down and you were someone, you know, reached out and helped you. Uh, and sometimes they have and you appreciate that, you know, and maybe you've forgotten those moments. But let me tell you. In, one of, in the lowest points of your life, there was someone there who said a word, a kind word, or, or you can do this, uh, uh, whatever that case may be, whatever you needed. Sometimes it comes at that right moment. So, you know, thank you for sharing that. And that was your first mission trip by a step in faith, right? And, oh, it was. Yeah. And it was so amazing when I walked into church that Sunday mm -hmm. and the smaller children had already come up and were already seated. And out of nowhere, this child ran up and hugged my leg. Nice. And I burst into tears because mm -hmm. it was the sweetest blessing. Mm -hmm. She didn't know me from Adam. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and she had this love in her heart that she wanted mm -hmm. to share. And I felt so blessed. Good. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah. You know, I looked for the child years later and found out that she was able to be reunited mm. with with her parents. Oh, awesome. So, yes. Look at that. How yeah. awesome is that? And, and this orphanage here, you know, it's not like um, parents are not in their lives. Some some cases that's the case. In some cases there are no parents. In some cases it's just a bad situation. You know, they're homeless and things like that. And in some place, in some cases, um, this orphanage is also working with the families to improve their home situation and integrate them. In fact, tomorrow we have what's called it's Sunday tomorrow, just for those listening, and we have church, but we have family day, where the parents that are off campus come and visit, just to reintegrate them together, and uh, and build that bond and relationships so when the time is right and there's off-campus counselors and and uh helping those and nutritionists and all these other things a lot of things go into this it isn't you know haphazard so how many years have you been on the, on this journey on this mission trip uh you started in 2014 i believe yeah, i 14. started in 2013 13 okay and i missed 
one year, one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you guys went, went to Font, Fontanina. Fontanina, the other yeah. orphanage we went yeah. to, yeah. Uh, my image mm-hmm. was so bad yeah. that, and that, that, was that the, I couldn't go. Yeah, and, and that might have been, uh, that's okay. That, it was, yeah, it was. Okay. I, I was at peace with that. Mm-hmm. Did I want to go? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, but it. And I think that's the year that our, our, our where we're at is all stairs and there's a hill and everything. So probably that was a good thing, right? Yeah. You know, a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that, just for you listen, that doesn't mean that she wasn't part of the mission. No. You know, I'm sure she My blessed prayers. their prayers and blessed the, the thing. And mm-hmm. this is how it works. Perfect. So, yeah. Um, so she's been coming since 13 and minus the one year and minus the COVID years because, you know, travel was his band. But yeah. here she is still giving what God has given her to give forward. So um, awesome. Thank you, Lisa, for that. And uh, on this trip, uh, any expectations, any goals or, or just where the heart leads you, what God wants you to do, there you are. God's written a story. Mm-hmm. And my prayer is that I listen to him to play mm-hmm. my part. That's it. Uh, that I come with open hands, open heart. And whatever is asked of me, mm-hmm. that I do it. Perfect. Perfect. Now, someone on the fence, like, uh, you know, because let's be honest, there's a lot of organizations out there that help to feed the children and, mm-hmm. and people donate. And then you hear stories where, like, you know, 80% of that goes to their corporate jet and and, <laughs> and, uh, and all these other things. And only like a nickel goes to the actual um, work. That's not the case here. We're no. for them, for him. Um, so, in a sentence, what would you tell someone who's a little leery, skeptical, or or what have you? You know, from our organization here. Mm-hmm. You know, if they want to donate or they want to come down here, what would you? Well, give them a word of encouragement, like donate, check us out, whatever. However, what would you tell someone that's on the fence? Uh, I go back to the old adage: those convinced against their will are of the same opinion still. Mm-hmm. So I can't, if your heart is not in the right place, mm-hmm. there's no way Good. I can convince you. Perfect. Uh, but it is the greatest blessing. You know, you originally think, I'm going to come and do. Mm-hmm. And when I leave, my prayer is, Lord, did I, did I contribute mm-hmm. as much as I was blessed? Because the blessings are so endless. Mm -hmm. And I can remember uh, a little boy who didn't speak. Uh, He's severely disabled. Uh, I was here, the first year I was here, uh, he had just come here with his sister. Uh, They had found him in a trash can along with his sister. Uh, this, This little boy. Mm-hmm. Didn't laugh, mm-hmm. didn't smile, just made moans. The second year I went, I spent time with him mm-hmm. every day for a, look, for a little bit, and he smiled. Not big, but he smiled. Mm-hmm. The third year, I was holding him, and he's gotten gotten quite a bit bigger. Yeah, he's bigger and, now, and, yes. and lanky, and he decided to throw his head back. And it scared me. Mm-hmm. And I caught him because he's bigger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, don't do mm-hmm. that. You scared mm-hmm. me. And he laughed. <laughs> he laughed and I cried. Yeah, he was, he was playing tricks on you. <laughs> yeah. I, because I'd never heard. Mm-hmm. It was the sweetest mm-hmm. sound because this mm-hmm. child 
did not laugh. And he reached up with his gnarled hand and his tiny little arm and tried to wipe my tear. And I said, it's okay. And he laughed more. <laughs> I cried more, and he yeah, laughed more. <laughs> How awesome. It was just a vicious cycle. Yeah, that's too funny. But it was the best blessing uh, to hear him laugh. Yeah, that that's great, and so it's so true, right? Um, when when people contribute to some organization, it has to be with a joyful heart. And 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 Lisa, you just explained. Something that can be bottled or or tangible. That was a special moment for you. For me. And I believe God gave you that special moment as a thank you. Right? Like 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 that's your blessing. Right? I agree. Yeah. I completely agree. You know, that was your tender moment that you couldn't purchase, buy, or solicit or manufacture. No. It's very genuine and, and thank you God for that. Um and so if if it's in your heart to be part of something like this. Give with a joyful heart, not expecting anything in return. But I promise you, the blessing you receive will come out of left field in a, in a dark, you know, moment or 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 what unexpected. Um, you you'll get dividends on that investment in, in people. Um, but if your heart is not joyful and you give, if you give a million dollars mad at the world, it will not be a blessing to your life. If you give ten dollars. With a joyful heart, you will be blessed, um, and it's from where it comes. And that was a thank you for that, Lisa, because that that is so true. Um, you have to give with a joyful heart, mm -hmm. because let's be honest, <laughs> God doesn't really need your money. <laughs> no, He right? really doesn't. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't. He just needs your joyful heart, uh -huh. your commitment, your faith, uh -huh. and, and to love on one another. I said it earlier, we are the hands and feet of God. Uh -huh. So if God wants to give one of his kids a hug, he will use you, me, Lisa, whoever that may be, to hug on his children, to show his love. So let's be that for him on this uh, earth with each other. So thank you, Lisa, for taking two minutes of your time and sharing that with that. I, I loved it, and I hope I hope you're listening, got something from that. And uh, we're gonna continue our our on on the ground interviews with the other missionaries and uh, and people who work here. And uh, and thanks for listening. This is probably gonna have to be a two part series, but I'm not gonna stop because this is awesome. Thanks again, Lisa. All right, guys, we're going to continue this, the interviews on the ground here at Casa Bernabe. Here I have in front of me, we mentioned him before, Mr. Dave, Parker's dad, right? He's better known as Parker's dad, right? <laughs> Dave, so uh, this is a radio show where we talk to everybody and tell them a little bit about what we do and how to improve their lives as best as we can. And this particular week, as you know, we're here on the ground at Casa Bernabe. So, Dave, tell me what got you here today. Like, how'd you end up here? What's your story? How'd you get here? So... The biggest story I have is, uh, as you were introduced to Parker earlier and know part of his story, I've got him and his sister are both from Guatemala. So his sister's 20 years old, he's 17. Um, I felt like, not that I can repay Guatemala, but I just had the heart to come back here and serve the country that blessed me so much and my family. So. That was kind of the start of the journey, which has been 15, 16, 17 years ago, and been back ever since. 
Awesome, awesome. So it's fantastic that you think that way. Like uh, this, this little uh, patch of earth has blessed you and your life, and your family's life, um, by blessing you with two wonderful kids, and uh, and the way to pay back, right? Pay it forward, maybe, maybe right. not pay back because you could never pay back exactly. such a wonderful blessing of having a family, you know, two wonderful kids. Um, good. And so, um, so how what keeps on bringing you back here at this uh, location, Casa Bernabe? Well, the first few years we came, um, it just kind of became our home away from home. Um, very safe at the orphanage. Plus, we did things outside of the orphanage and in the city and different places. But it's a very safe landing space. Um, the orphanage is privately owned and is Christian-based, which is few and far between from down here. So it's um, we've grown to know personally all the directors and the board members and that type of thing so it's kind of like we're as we're adventuring out into other projects this is always probably going to be our home base and um, that's just kind of again home away from home perfect and 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 so for, for those of you who are just chiming in or not sure or how all these pieces connect, Dave is one of the founders of For Them, For Him, uh, the nonprofit that we started to be able to bless missions and um, this orphanage and other projects. Um, and like he said, you know, from early on, and by the way, he, it sounds like, oh, 17 years he's been coming here. Well, he's been coming here where they were. Uh, trailers on this campus like uh, th those were the homes trailers and, and not kind of like what we're thinking mobile homes we're thinking trailers like right. yeah and bunk beds made out of stuff and 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 with the early teams Dave included they were digging footings uh, for some of the buildings that are here now in fact he tells a story of uh, I remember building the the digging the holes for the footings of the clinic right now to you might be oh you're just shoveling a hole making a hole no that was the beginning of a clinic that now serves not only this campus, but the local communities, right? And we have traveling doctors that come here. Some, I think there's a university down the street, and they have doctors that volunteer right. time over here, dental stuff. And then some of the kids here also learn how to be um, uh, uh, assistants, uh, yeah, dental, dental hygienists, dental hygienist, mm -hmm. all that stuff. So this, from digging a hole with a shovel 17 years ago, has been created into a clinic that serves all these children, the community, etc. And that's just the one building. We're talking, I believe, I believe there's 13 buildings on campus, at least last time I checked, right, but now I see some more school and, yeah. buildings here. And the school serves the community. So, you know, the, the work has been multiplied, you know, and you think, man, I, I'm not digging a hole. Let me tell you, you know, you're not digging a hole, you're, you're sowing a seed. A seed that's brought out a building <laughs> that that shelters these children that you know helps the kids in the community. So perfect, and um, and so we keep on coming back here, our home away from home. Um, our heart will always be here with Casa Bernabe because it's fertile ground. Um, every every investment we do here, and, and I don't mean monetary that too, but every sweat equity we put in here pays tenfold. Um, Dave, you develop relationship with these kids here, and you've seen them grow and transition out. Um, you know, how's that impacted your life? You know, what's the smile on the heart? Tell me about that. Well, the beauty of it is, I've seen some of them from infant to eighteen, and what I enjoy most about the leadership at the orphanage is they 
they not only teach the children just daily life skills, but they also teach them to serve others because you can always look up the ladder, but there's always somebody down the ladder. So they're also teaching them that like we're blessing you and keeping you safe here, but you know, you can also be a blessing to others. So I've seen some of them and they've gone out and gotten jobs with whatever restaurants or into trades as far as I think one of them could possibly even be an engineer now. Um, so the groundwork was here and what I've always thought of as far as the mission trip, the miscommunication on that sometimes is people think, well, I've got to be a, a Bible scholar, or we're going to preach, or I have to be a doctor. I've had trips down here where I've had 15-year-old kids up to 70-year-old women that there's always something to do. And again, I'm sure it's been told earlier, it's, it's all about loving on the kids. Because there's, with 100 plus kids, there's always going to be screws to tighten, bulbs to replace, paint to put on the wall. But that relationship, when they their face brightens up and they see you and they see that you're, you care enough to come back, you don't have to be a professional anything except have a professional heart to want to serve and uh, do whatever's asked to be done. Amen to that, and and that's the that's the real secret to this. It's we said it ten times already. Don't wait to be ready because you'll never be. Just be ready to be changed, and uh, and and listen to your heart, and just do whatever um, is a blessing to to the lives of these kids. Um, and you always win that way. Um, and so now we're doing some outreach work too, because so many years of building this campus, it's it's in good shape. They take good care of it. Like today. Um, today is Saturday for those listening, and we're going to go on. It's going to be a week-long broadcast. Um, you'll hear it all in a couple parts. But today, they had a soccer tournament in the morning, and then afterwards, you see some of the kids sweeping the patios and stuff like that. And uh, the beauty of that is that they're taking pride of their home. They're keeping it clean. But guess what? They're not going to throw a wrapper on the floor because they're, the, they're themselves who clean it up and pick up. So they have a pride of their home. And, uh, and they take care of it, and they take care of each other. It's nice to see when you see a, a little kid going up the stairs and then a bigger kid helping him up the stairs. Like Dave said, looking up the ladder, down the ladder, and just kind of being a blessing to each other. And um, and in the homes, they're, they're kind of being raised in the best environment possible where you can see a, a mom and dad figure, the house parents, and then their siblings to each other. Um, not biological, but just in, in, in practicality, right? Because, you know, and they'll teach each other how to tie each other's shoes and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see that and help them with the homework. And uh, and so I kind of went on a tangent there, but we're going to, we're doing some outreach work now. So we're starting to build some houses. So last year, Dave, when we built our first houses on, on the ground in that town, what were your feelings? What was your heart, uh, mind going through when you saw the town, the neighborhood, and their story? Um, what can you share on that? It's what you would probably watch in the evening about a third world country. Um, the streets are washed out riverbeds. Um, they basically have nothing. And most of these families work. I think it's the, the pineapple fields or yeah. agave fields or whatever out there. And 
make like five bucks a day to feed eight kids. And, you know, a lot of what our partner Marlon is being called to do is, is working with widows and orphans. So, you know, the lady we built the house for last year, she had recently lost her husband and she's taking care of like a couple of generations. So she's responsible for five or six children. Um, the living conditions were not great. And when we say we build a house, um, it's if you've not seen the pictures, you should look at it. It's some sheet metal and, and some wood. But the pride they have in that when they're going in there and sweeping the dirt floor to make it clean. My thoughts exactly right now. They, they just, and the smiles on their face to have a little bit of, of dryness and something without holes in the ceiling and that type of thing. Um, really blessed this woman and her children. And then we also had a little bit of funds left that we left with Marlon. And to get her out of the cycle of working to just survive, um, we built her a little tortilla house to where now she's selling tortillas to the village. And she can be home taking care of her kids while working. It was just a, a neat experience with all of that. Um, and just the, the, the appreciation of that, because I think that investment on our end was $800 whatever dollars, $835. She would have never in her lifetime been able to build that. At $5 a day. And we're <laughs> thinking, because that's $5 a day is like, okay, how much rice and, and mm -hmm. flour for tortillas can I get to just mm -hmm. my children to survive? So, um, that would have never been a reality for them. Um, and it's, you know, most of these villages are not the safest place in the world. So, I mean, we put a padlock on the door. They have a little bit of safety and security. Um, it, it's just, I, I've been to villages similar, so I, I kind of knew what to expect. But until you kind of put the nails in the board and the hammers, and, and not only that, but just getting to meet the families and their children and you know some of the ladies played with the kids and played games and we brought clothes and stuff and just so it wasn't really i'm just going to screw some screws in a board and move on you get to know who you're impacting and this year i don't know but we you know we may get to go by and see them mm. and hey you know and yeah. And so that's going to be neat to put a name with the face and yeah. keep that face going because all of this is, is done through this village's, the leader of the village is kind of the pastor. So he's the one that knows all the people. Um, us as a team, of course, we probably even think a little bigger than them. Our next adventure that we're hoping on is getting these children a, a little place to go to school. Um, so that's whatever God has planned for that. It could be next year. It could be two or three years from now. But that's kind of our, our next, um, which we're, we're going to be busy this week. We're going we're gonna to get five, four houses done. Um, we've already seen pictures of the families. And, and uh, so we've been praying over that. And we actually, Monday and Tuesday, get to, get to put the face with the name. Yeah, put our feet on the ground and, and make this... Uh House and this is an air quotes house because, like Dave said, it's corrugated metal and some wood that we do four walls and a roof and 
punch a hole through some of the walls to put a padlock on it, a chain and a padlock. But it's an improvement in their lives. And um, I think the education is, is key to this, uh, breaking that cycle of poverty and uh, and and by being educated. Because if all you see is working on a field for $5 a day and that's your life goal, well, it perpetuates itself. You'll never, never get out of that cycle. But if you're learning to read, and, uh, and see that there's some other options for you out there. And, and it might be that you learn enough, you become a young teenager, maybe a young adult, and maybe you're part of the team that, you know, maybe an organization like ours could hire out to to help build these houses. Because, Dave, as much as we want to believe it, you and I won't be as strong as we are right now. No. Right? <laughs> right. I might still be handsome as right. I am right now, but maybe not as strong. Yes. We're, we're, we're kidding and joking, but the truth is, we have to teach, right? Teach to break the cycle. And a school is a fantastic way to break the cycle just to start. When there is no schoolhouse, you know, um, and we'll pray on that. And, and maybe someone listening would like to learn more about it. You could do that by going to forthemforhim.org, see our past, our past trips. And you can see the last year's build. And, of course, as soon as we will get this one done, we'll put them on there too. So you can see this year's progress and projects. And, uh, and like I said earlier, you know, very transparent organization, and you'll see all your investment in this organization go, go to something. It's not a corporate jet, no. Everyone here funds their own trip here, um, and, and all the donations go to bless these families in need, and everyone here volunteers their time, and uh, and so it's, you know. I can, uh, I can say as a, as a board member, um, I'll go with 99.9% yeah. of any donations comes here. Um, we leave very minimal money for the taxes that we don't want to mess up and they take our non-profit yeah, away right. from us. So we've got right. taxes, bookkeepers and whatever. But other than that, um, we take nothing. Um, it, it all comes down and, you know, God's truly blessed our corporation because it seems like every year it's it's a little bit more it's a little bit more um and that's very exciting because um we just it's really hard to put into words we just went out and bought a few tools for for a gentleman here and you know we were like buy this one now that's too much and i'm like well we're thinking bigger picture yeah. like so they they are very appreciative they struggle with how to show that because it's not something used to them but um we just want to make as steve said you have to teach the next generation because we don't want this to stop when all of us are 70 and can't get around right, you know we want, want the next generation to be able to uh keep this going because as i was told the first year i came down here you're never going to fix this place um or and i'm sure that goes with any other countries, um, there's always going to be things to fix. Um, it's just a cycle, but any little bit of help you can do is just going to be a blessing to them. So that's that's kind of where I've always stuck at it because the first few years I thought in my mind, I'm going to fix all this. Yeah. Well, in a country of 15 million people, people. yeah, chances of that are slim and not, so. yeah but you can make an impact and you can help a family right. and, and and help that family change their story so for anyone listening out there 
if you want to be part of this blessing, you know, go visit for them for him dot org. Um, we're at the Orphanage Casa Bernabe. And um, there's a, also tax deductible. Yeah, tax so. deductible. So it's a blessing, you know, tenfold. And you could also, I'm, I'm just throwing out organizations that you could just kind of look. FOC, uh, F-O-C Friends of Children Everywhere. Good places to bless forward, right? And if you're a young person or an old person and you want to put feet on the ground and see with your own eyes the impact, the difference that you can can have on someone's life. And not only their life, but their general, you know, their life's, uh, their legacy and change someone's history or or, or um, you know their future um, look into it ask us reach out some questions and, and we I tell you I love to talk about this like if you would say what's your favorite th- thing to talk about my kids and my grandkids of course but this ministry this project this organization because um, I, I tell you after a conversation I have a skip in my step and, and a joy in my heart and not because I have finished anything to me this is just the beginning Right, and I just got to be part of it. Like I'm a grain of sand in this castle, right? And Dave is another grain of sand, and maybe you listening are that third grain of sand that could help us build this castle. You know, change this, this, this situation, improve it, right? Um, and if you help people, you will be blessed. So thank you, Dave, for for sharing a few minutes with us and and your story. And bringing light to this uh, outreach that we're doing off campus. This is in a community where all they know is how to pick pineapples, which is something that is better than doing other things. But we can improve that. We can improve that, right? And so thank you for that, Dave. And again, if you guys are li- interested in nor- learning more, for them, for him.org is the way to do it. Thanks, Dave. Anything thank you want to finish saying? Um, the only thing I want to say is that this group over the years has been. Um, molded from all over the country connecticut indiana wisconsin georgia kentucky so if you're listening to this from wherever be a part of it that's it we'll take 50 states if we need to make three trips we'll do it that's it so that's uh come be a part of it that sounds like a challenge oh snap (laughs) <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, Dave. All right. God bless. All right. God bless. All right. We're going to continue our on-ground interviews. Here we have Jimmy. Jimmy has been coming with us for a little bit, but I'll let him tell the story. Hey, Jimmy. How are you? Hey, pretty good. Good. So tell us, um, how'd you get here? Uh, big plane. <laughs> <laughs> big one. Oh, actually, uh, um, Jessica talked yeah. about it every year she went. She showed pictures and everything. I was dining in a restaurant where she worked, and I uh, just decided that I gotta go next year. Yeah. So next year I came around, I came. And here you are, right? Yeah. And so this would be how many times have you been on this trip? With Three us? times. Three times. COVID in the, in the middle. 2019, then COVID two years we missed, and I uh, came 2022, mm-hmm. and this year is 2023. Yeah. That's it. Three years, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So. So you would go to a restaurant and Jess would talk about her yeah. trips. And I heard you say earlier that you would see her light up every time she talked about the mission trip. And you're like, man, that sounds great. And it enticed you to join the team. I, I knew the way she lit up was so real that I didn't really expect much when I came here. So I didn't know what to expect. But the way she lit up said something from the heart. And the first time I came here... Couple days later, I felt the same way. Good, that's fantastic. It, it's hard to hard to explain it. It pulls on your heartstrings, and uh, and until you experience, it's hard to really yes. understand what we're talking about. And uh, everybody come home, everybody ask about it, but I can't 
articulate what's so great about it. I met Jess. Mm-hmm. I met you through yeah. Jess, yeah. and everybody met a trip from yeah. Kentucky. Any, yeah. They're all good people. Excellent. And the work we do here is not work so much. It's so uplifting. It's yeah. It, it matters, you know, from painting a wall, from from painting a wall to you know hugging on a kid yes. to playing soccer. And I remember the first year they were calling you abuelito, abuelito, right? And so for those who might know, that means uh, or don't know, that means grandpa, yes. right? So they gave Jimmy his name, grandpa, grandpa, right? In, in yes. Spanish. Yes. And he had a special relationship with a bunch of the kids. He was playing soccer for a little bit, and they were running them ragged. And then and all uh, the kids are so nice. Yeah. They're, they're so nice and so happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, their religion guides mm-hmm. them, but their their life is fulfilled. Yes. I didn't expect that. The people here are so great. And when I get home, I look at the kids at home. They got everything materially, but something else is missing. Right, yeah. right. And the important part, I would say, you know, this, uh, this wholesome part of... of like there's an innocence in childhood, mm-hmm. um, and these kids here, you know, are here not because, you know, some things that didn't were not right, and and they end up here. But that innocence uh, is reborn here with them, right? I, I feel that way. Um, they all share. Yes, and not just one or two kids. They all. It's contagious among yes. the kids. Yes, I remember we were talking our first trip here that you were watching a, a little a brother go down to the baby house, right? you remember that, Jimmy? I was working at the baby house two yeah. days. Um, all of a sudden, we're outside playing with the kids at two yeah. or three. Oh, we, yeah, yeah, toddlers, toddlers. Yeah, yeah, they're toddlers. All of a sudden, the guy rode his bike up the hill towards us, and he he was looking for two kids he knew, and it, he, he acted, he had never been there about 10, 12 years old, mm-hmm. and he was so sweet. He talked to him for 15 minutes, those two kids and the kids beamed, and I thought that's amazing. It's amazing mm-hmm. the way he touched their lives. Yeah, yeah. and that's just a a twelve year old, right? And, yeah. and you think about a typical twelve year old. They're talking. They're thinking about uh, baseball cards yeah. or the bicycle and uh, a baseball game or something like that. But this particular kid this year was riding a bicycle on campus and he made a, a special trip to the baby house and, and back then that's what it was called and, uh, and this was the p- part of the campus where there were the infants and the toddlers you know still children in diapers kind of thing but, but the kids he met were probably two and a half and three and a half years old yeah two and a half but years old yeah. the, 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 what they had between them i just got to observe but the specialist their bond was amazing it's yeah. And it's cool. And so this this twelve year old made a special trip to to spend fifteen minutes with these other little kids, um, and it was uh, pure, very innocent, very very organic. The way That's they a, talked to each yeah. other, uh, they, they comforted each other. And know, it's a touching. Yeah, it's touching. And uh, and and back home, we you know, I remember one year we were on the plane and and we get off the plane in Atlanta. And with Jess, as soon as we got off the plane, all I could hear was uh, screaming. Like, the kid is like, I don't want to eat that. I don't want to go there. And, and and giving the mom a tough time. And we looked at each other like, yeah, we're back home now. <laughs> <laughs> for better or worse. Yeah, for better or worse. And I'm not picking on anybody or anything, you know. Just, I'm, it's just perspective, right? The things we take for granted, um, you know, 
to be able to choose what where you want to go eat or something like that, yeah. as opposed to just being grateful for having something yes. in front of you. Um, so we take it for granted. And, um, and so this is year number three for you, Jimmy. Yeah. On this particular uh, trip, um, any particular goals with you that you want to do? Or just kind of just go with the flow and see where... Well, what happens? We have a loose itinerary, but in between is a, a go with the flow attitude. Mm -hmm. You guys are very good at articulating that. You're not here to do a job and right. finish it. Your real purpose is to be here, making a positive difference in people's lives. That's it. I think that message was repeated perfectly. Yeah, and and that's and that's also too because believe it or not, sometimes we're we're goal oriented. And it's good to have a goal. Don't hear me wrong. Mm -hmm. But if you don't finish the goal, sometimes you feel disappointed, right. right? And so the idea here is, yes, there's goals. But the ultimate goal is to participate, interact with these kids and, and, um, and love on them in the most positive way and, and let them impact our lives right. the same way we impact theirs yes. and clearly accomplish some goals to help them continue this, this ministry here, this orphanage. Um, but if, if we don't finish painting that wall, it's okay. Yes. It's okay. Somebody else will finish it. Someone will continue the, the you, you pass the torch and someone else will continue the project and, and rest assured that it will get done because it needs to get done. Um, but we were part of it. See, because it doesn't depend on you or me right. as individuals, but as a team, yes. as this organic organization, that it's you, me, and the people who donated, the people who are praying for this, the people who are thinking of coming. That's what makes this possible. And uh, so thank you, Jimmy, for making it number three for you. And uh, and anything else you want to tell someone who's hearing this for the first time or maybe thinking about it? If you have any idea, go go once. Mm -hmm. The rest, I know, Rafa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go once. And it changes your life, yeah. and you'll end up going every year. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, perfect. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Jimmy, for that. I appreciate your time. Thank you. you know, thank you. And maybe we'll touch, talk again in a couple of days sure. to see how, how what, give, me, give us an update on how this trip has been on you. Thanks again, Jimmy. Thank talk you. Talk to you soon. Hey, guys. We're back with an update interview here with Parker. It's been a couple of days now. We've done some uh, projects on campus. We did a project off campus. So, Parker, tell me how's your uh, mission trip uh, give me an update. How's it been going? Has it been what you expected? Something new, something different, something that's sort of that feel? Go ahead. Tell me what you got. I think it's been more than I expected. I really thought we were going to not have much time to connect with the kids because I thought we were mainly going to be doing work around here. So seeing the, how much downtime we have, it's really amazing because you can really connect with the kids. You still get to help out everyone that needs it. And then you just still have time to yourself to relax or catch up on schoolwork. Perfect. So, for those of you who don't know, Parker is uh, 17, 16? 16. 16. And so he's a high school student. Uh, but he took a week off, uh, 10 days, to come on this mission trip. And, of course, he's got to do homework, you know, uh, on the computer and get, keep his schoolwork going. Um, and, and the way we picked this time of the year to go, because it works out really well, because the kids here on campus are off school. Like, they go to school 10 months like we do back home in the United States with the exception they start January to October um, because the weather is always the same here it's like eternal spring is what they call it but for us we have summer winter spring fall so we go September to June 
still 10 months so we like to come here in november where they're off school so it kind of works out this way like in the morning hours we do projects campus projects um and the kids do their chores right because they're not in school so they you know do whatever laundry they gotta do some of the kids work in uh in the kitchen learning a trade and stuff like that but noontime rolls around everybody's done everybody gets cleaned up and then afternoon we get to hang out with the kids and bond with them and play soccer or color and paint. What kind of things have you done with the kids? Uh, I've played a bit of dodgeball with some of the kids. Mm. I've taught them a few games. Good. And I've just mainly just goofed off with them. Yeah, Whatever just, they wanted to do, I'll just go along with them. Perfect. Just, just blend in with the kids and play with them and stuff. And, it, and it's what's so great about these kids, they'll just, hey, come here, you're the goalie. And as you're walking by, and all of a sudden you find yourself in the middle of a game. <laughs> like, all right, yeah. <laughs> like games just happen around here. Yeah. But that, that's so inclusive, and that's great about these kids. Um, and so we did a project off campus. What was the experience there, Parker? Uh, what can you tell the audience listening of what this project was, what you thought it would be, and what you saw your experience. So we went to a small local village outside the campus, and we were going to build houses. But at the start of it, it was going pretty well, but then we ended up messing up some measurements, and we ended up making the house too long to where the metal wouldn't fit on it. So it was all going pretty good until then. That really beat me down because I was so excited to get this house built for her, because I was excited for her to just get out of the elements, something to help her. So it just, I, I just felt like I disappointed her whenever I didn't get it done. But after just thinking on it for a little bit and talking with other teammates, it wasn't that big of a deal because it still got done and she was still very appreciative of it. Of the experience. No, absolutely. And so you wanted to see the smile on her face when we gave her her keys. And sometimes, you know, we get blessed with that experience, you know, like you see the beginning to the end. But remember, when we're a team, like even a sports team, right, you know, you can't always score the goal or the touchdown or, or get the three-pointer. But as long as you're part of that team and you win the game, it's your win, right? Yeah. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a W in your column. So, you know, yeah, yesterday we was, it was fun and a little frustrating because we were on the side of a hill, falling off the hill. It rained on us. We're digging holes. We don't have the tools we want. But at the end of the day, we were doing something we were changing someone's story. We were changing their life for the better. And and to be part of that, to be part of that team that made that difference is fantastic. Um, and, and more importantly, to be part of God's work, it's, it's truly a, a blessing in that regard. So to, Parker didn't go today. He, he stayed on campus to do some projects here. But uh, I just want to tell Parker, when we went there, they were asking for you, the children you were interacting with. So there's a lot of kids over there while we were building the houses. And so Parker was helping us build the houses. And every so often, he would, he would break away from the house building and interact with the kids. What was that experience like, Parker? It was fun because they just, anything you did, they enjoyed it. They just laughed and giggled. Yeah. They thought it was funny when I was just carrying wood over to the house. Yeah. That's how, just, I don't even know. Yeah, it's, it's they have this joy to them. Um they own like two shirts on their back right but they have a, a a joy a happiness that is uh contagious if you will like everybody in that street and we'll call it that it was like a side of a hill like a cliff really and everybody there some kids were barefoot running around some kids had uh you know shoes that are two sizes too big they didn't fit them they belonged to someone else it was a mess right but these kids had a joy to their heart they weren't miserable um they were playing and playing with Parker and playing with some other team members. Um, very happy children. 
living in a very unfortunate situation. So it's nice to partner up and uh, with like this orphanage, Casa Bernabe, and these projects going out off campus to help these kids. So um, good. When you go back home, Parker, the trip isn't over. There's still more things to see, more things to do. But at this moment, if you were, we were home tomorrow, what would you tell your best pal about this trip? Like in a sentence, um, you should come here. Or like be be happy with something, whatever. I would probably tell them that my words could not describe it thoroughly. I think that it is an experience that you have to experience for yourself to get the full gist of it, because you go in with so many different thoughts. So when you get here. It's just so much better than you could have ever imagined. Right. Well said, Parker, because I've always said it. If I could bottle um, the feeling that you get when you help children, it's it, you can't even imagine until you're here. But when you see the way you change someone's life, and would you look at the very minimal you did? Like, this is nothing. Like, we have sheds in the back home that are nicer than the houses we built. And when we say a house... We're telling you, it's just... It's about 10 foot by 12 foot. Yeah, 10 by 12, a couple 4 by 4s in the ground, pine, not even good wood, because that's what we could find here, and uh, corrugated metal, and a padlock for a door. But it, it upgrades their... They have a dirt floor, ladies and gentlemen, and they're happy and grateful. It's unbelievable. You know, we handed out sandwiches today, and not one kid says, is that peanut butter, or is that jelly, is it grape, or is it strawberry? Not a one had a, uh, a protest. They just said, thank you. And so, thanks, Parker, for hanging with me. I'm going to check back in with you as this trip progresses. Um, and, and again, ladies and gentlemen, this, this program might go on for two or three episodes, just so you can get the full experience. You know, And, and we're going to do, we can't do it justice. You have to have your feet on the ground. And hear the giggles of these children, see the smiles on their face, and see how we're, we're changing lives. So thanks, Parker, for being part of this broadcast and being here, part of this team, because, um, uh, you know, we're changing lives, right? And, uh, and hopefully for the better. Um, last words, Parker, for until we talk again? I can't wait to talk about it. All right. Can't wait for the next chapter, right? <laughs> awesome. Thanks again, Parker. We'll talk to you soon.